Hello and welcome to LiveWire's Outlook series for 2024. My name's James Marley. And I'm Ali Selby. And if there's one thing I've learned in markets in recent years, it's that you need a wish list of stocks ready to go when and if sentiment swings and the market hits a new low. So in this video, we've asked 12 of Australia's finest fund managers to share the stock that they would love to own if only it went on sale. Is there a stock on your wish list that you would buy at a cheaper price? I think the highest quality company on the ASX is REA, so realestate.com.au. And I think that's really just a function of their pricing power. You know, you think of what you sell your house for, you know, in the millions, and then the cost of listing it is in the thousands, you know, the low thousands. So there's almost like a consumer surplus there. Now, I don't think it's a perfect company. I think you could probably run it with half the OPEX that they do. I don't know why they keep you know, going offshore and blowing themselves up every few years. But apart from that, I think it's very high quality uh, and we sort of own it vicariously through News Corp, which owns uh, over 60% of it. Well, it's, um, it's actually Hermes, I would say. Uh, just if you look at that landscape, your luxury goods, there's probably four, four ones that just kind of sit at the top there. Uh, we own LVMH, so Louis Vuitton and Dior sit up there, but Chanel and Hermes would be the other two. Uh, followed Hermes for 23 years. I've never owned it. In fact, I've never bought their products. So not only um, are the products too expensive for me, but the, the shares have just never got to where we'd be comfortable owning. But I think it's a, an amazing business, family ownership, great brand, so under the radar. Yeah, that's probably one we'd, we'd love to own one day. Promedicus has been a fantastic contributor to our portfolio for a very, very long time. Um, we're no longer in the stock, but the more that we look at it, we just continue to see that the opportunities continue to grow for that business. They're going to be at the forefront of, of AI and the way things are changing. And that's one in a pullback that you would love to be able to buy. I think one of the names we, which we already hold in the portfolio, but you know, I would, would sort of not hesitate to sort of add, would be Manhattan Associates. It's a company which provides warehouse management systems and the software to sort of manage that for retailers as well as supply chain and logistics companies. It's a great company with very strong momentum. You know, they've re-engineered their product to be more cloud-based um, and hence they've seen really good momentum um, going forward, even despite, you know, the macro situation that, you know, are affecting some retailers out there. So, you know, if there was a sell-off in that name, I wouldn't hesitate to sort of add. Yeah, well, the problem with stocks being a bit cheaper, there's normally something wrong with them, but I'm assuming that the market drops and you get a chance to buy something cheaper generally because of the general environment. And I've said it before, but I think Australia's best domestic stock is REA, your realestate.com as it used to be called, 40% return on equity, number one in its market, very little capital to apply, good balance sheet, several growth options offshore. And the couple of times the market has fallen in the last few years, COVID, the, the interest rate increases of recent times, we've bought REA and it's served us really well. Promedicus, PME is the code. Um, you know, it's got a PE of over, or price earnings ratio of over 100 times. You know, it's, it's gone up from 70 cents to $90 a share in the last 10 years. So one of the most successful stocks on the ASX over the last 10 years. We'd love to buy that on a pullback. Great business you know, in the software uh, space, well run by Sam, uh, terrific management team, good skin in the game. So that's certainly one that we'd certainly look to buy uh, on a pullback. 
Uh, well, for a single name, we really like Ivanhoe Copper. Things like copper and lithium have a really good future. Um, clearly, lithium's been choppy but, and copper's been much more stable, but in the in going forward space, Ivanhoe is a very high-grade company with expansions and other projects. So that's got a lot of the elements that we really like about a company in the resource space. So this is one that I'm going to actually pick a stock that we actually already own and that I'd love to load up more on if it's sold off, and that's Microsoft. I think everyone knows the story. You know, cloud is in its infancy in terms of transition. We're only 20% of the way through workloads. They've got their network effects. They've got high switching costs in their enterprise customer base. And of course, that's they're perfectly now poised to, you know, to monetize their AI investments as well. So if, you know, if a stock like that was to have a wobble, that'd be a time to, to buy even more of it. Look, a lot of people will probably come, you know, answer that with, you know, CSLs and cochleas and, and, and software as a service companies. But, you know, just to be contrarian, I'll come up with Main Freight, which is a New Zealand uh, transport and logistics business, completely unglamorous industry. But for the last 20 years, it's given its investors 22% compound price growth. That's over 50 times. And the reason for that is they just run their business differently. You know, it's structured into very small little business units, hundreds of them. And they've been a very, very egalitarian sort of corporate culture. So they've entered lots of markets, and as soon as they enter, they start gaining share. So you know, great business, very well run. It is cyclical, so we hope that sooner or later we might get a chance to buy it. We like lifestyle communities as a potential investment at the right price uh, yep. down the track. So one of the largest land lease living community producers, developers, owners in, in the country. Really good demographic tailwinds, ageing population, retirees, semi-retirees looking to trade down or, or right size down to the, uh, the right sort of house size. Yep. High return on invested capital, so really, really high generative reinvesting type business model, which we, we really like. And really well positioned, strong brand profile, a very strong niche that dominates on the fringes of, of the Melbourne CBD and, and sort of western suburbs of Sydney, of, of Melbourne rather, that's where it really dominates. So we really like that, but just trading at a price that we think is a little bit too high. I love Ferrari. I've talked to you, you and Livewire about it before. Um, it's a stock that we own in the portfolio, but if it ever sold off, it's one that we would certainly add to. Um, it's an extremely high quality stock and they have amazing earnings visibility because the wait list to get a Ferrari is over two years. So in this kind of environment where for certain sectors and certain stocks, there's not a lot of earnings visibility, to have a stock like Ferrari where you can see two years into the future is like gold. So it's still really like Ferrari. Yeah, I mean, the one that stands out is REA. You know, a great, great company, um, you know, mid-50s EBITDA margins, so incredibly profitable, but always looks expensive. You get moments, like, you know, even last year or, or early this year, it flashed down to around $100, and now we're trading 150s, 160s at the moment. So, again, that, that's an incredibly great company, but just looks always expensive. But you do get short moments when it comes down, but that's one that I'd be looking at. Yep. 